are the movies that molded me. Ja love the movies. Ja love the movies. Hey, one love. Hey, I like the movies with the boobies. <laughs> ho ho ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you believe. Uh, Happy that. (laughs) But today we're going to be, of course, paying very hell Santa. We're going to be paying very close attention uh, to Christmas uh, because, of course, that is our Western, I guess. Holidays. Got to keep the Chris in Christmas. Holidays. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Holidays. Chris Kringle, that is. Um, And so we're doing uh, Christmas movies today or tv shows uh and so it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm looking pretty forward to this yeah looking pretty forward pretty pretty forward i'm looking pretty forward myself too i'm looking ugly forward <laughs> or is it pretty know, I'm, pretty I'm, backward i'm in the christmas spirit this year y'all and that rarely happens i, I just got <laughs> through watching a christmas movie myself and uh i don't know i just feel like santa's gonna bring us something good this year uh <laughs> like, you know the world is supposed to end tomorrow yes it is uh, so is who it? knows it is, is it? actually there are many many people that believe that tomorrow will be the end of the world wow yeah which is silly, but anyway. All right. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Santa not bringing a meteor, but bringing Look, lots of presents backward, on that sleigh. Technically, because you know Christmas is all about <laughs> traditions. So, you know, looking backward actually makes a lot of sense there. Tradition. And, and we'll see, especially with the movies that molded me. And I, I don't know about the rest of you guys. I, I had a list. I was telling Elizabeth, I had either the winning list here, or. I have an interesting list, and it's all depending it's on one, di- list. one different movie, like either substitute for winning lose. or for. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure he lost the last one. But, you know, I mean, the last right. one. The last one. It, ha- it, ha- it happens. He actually anyway. asked me about an hour ago if I've ever won movie similar to me. So let's just, you know. You have. <laughs> You won the uh, Disney one, right? I couldn't even remember. We didn't do a Disney one. (laughs) Did we? Yeah, we did. Oh. Yeah, we did Disney. And then I think you might have won the rom-com. No, I I lost that that one because you guys won that. Who won? You did. Maybe Omar did. No, I no, didn't. Win that he, one. He, no. Anyway, Merry Christmas. Can we can we play this game? <laughs> yes, we can. I don't know. Yes, I feel like the the tit the tit Seth, for tat. Please, Seth, just shut up. <laughs> Let's get what do you game. feel? What do you feel, Seth? The tit for tat between Chris and Elizabeth is gold. <laughs> Awesome. Somebody's just mad because he's going to get a big old lump of coal in his stocking and not a brand new computer. Uh, all right. <laughs> you so know, let's go ahead soon. and <laughs> uh, let's look at uh, the I mean, lineup there, today. We've there was got, a fat course, joke in there, too, that, w- that we missed. You know, who has the tit? Who has the tat? <laughs> Um, well, right now I've got the tits because I've been uh, apparently eating like Santa Claus. <laughs> Do uh, any of us have okay. tattoos? I don't um, think any of us have tattoos. I wow. have zero tattoos. That's rare in 2020. Me too. That is rare. Well, it's because we're holy. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, Seth. Um, all right. So the lineup today, I'm going to be going first, which I'm super stoked about. It never happens. Uh, and then Seth goes after that. And then Elizabeth and then Omar. Uh, and as Omar is last, I'm really hoping he's also last in the <laughs> list of scores so don't put too uh, much we'll hope in there goes. you know because the bible says hope deferred <laughs> makes the heart sick son so 
Is that what it says? Yeah. Uh, I, well. That's what they say. <laughs> what does it say about uh, Santa Claus? That's all I care about. Uh, you mean Satan Claus? He's a very real person. <laughs> Satan Claus. <laughs> Don't. Uh, as, as a uh, public disclaimer for this time of year, I am really glad it's COVID. And you're you know, glad not... it's COVID. <laughs> well, just because you're saving kids from sitting on pedophiles' laps this time of year. You know, like the whole like Santa mall thing needs to just stop. Like what kind of weirdo, what kind of weirdos dress up in Santa Claus outfits once a year? I think it's nice. Why? It's not even real. And lie to him. Like these kids aren't getting none of that shit that they're sitting on Santa Claus laps telling them. And like some, would you let, would you you let, would you let, you don't have kids, but I would not let my kids sit on some stranger's lap any other day of the year. I get that. Why would I let them do it in some suit that I don't even know what the guy's face looks like? You were, you were the one I, that was just telling us we need to start playing the game. And then you get on your high, your little oh, soapbox, yeah. okay. Santa Claus soapbox. Real quickly soapbox. about true, Santa. True. Real quickly yeah. about Santa. Did you believe in Santa growing up, Omar? Never. Okay. Never. Well, that's the problem. If you had believed in the magic of Santa Claus, you would love to have sat on Santa Claus's lap and you would have loved to have told him what you want for Christmas. <sighs> sure. I, I feel so bad for you that your parents stole that joy from you. Why would you, I don't feel bad at all? Like I was able to like give gratitude to the people who love me the most for buying me gifts and caring, and I could actually communicate to them what I want. Not there's some a certain creature. amount of mystery and and and, and magic, magic in it that really, really changes <laughs> even how we feel about Christmas as adults. Having gone absolutely, through it. but I. I have a funny story real quick. So whenever I was a kid, my mom used to dress all the presents under the tree uh, from Santa, right? But then when I would go to my dad's house, they all said from dad, right? Because we lived separately. And so one year, I don't know how old I was, but my mom tells the story that I, I told her, my dad got me a bunch of presents and Santa got me a bunch of presents, but you didn't get me anything. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. I had to yeah, check in not with- my, Not my finest hour. I had to check in with my mother-in-law this year because uh, since we've been going down there uh, to visit with her with kids, um, we have not been able to say anything about Santa Claus because my sister-in-law has told her kids, my niece and nephew, that Santa Claus is real. And Mm. it's always this uh, very awkward, like, my kids know that Santa isn't real, but... They are sworn to secrecy and not allowed to talk about Santa Claus at all with their cousins. I'm like, do my niece and nephew know that Santa Claus is not real yet? And she's like, yes, they finally figured it out. Uh, And apparently... Because Carmen told them. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, she told them not yet. Uh, Apparently, my (laughs) nephew is really angry at his parents about it. And I'm like, well, serves Brandy right for telling her. (laughs) Telling him that Santa Claus was real. Well, I wonder what the uh, Facebook world thinks about that. Should parents be lying to their kids about Santa Claus or is it harmful? What I feel, do you like, think? That's a, I I feel like that's a fade to gray conversation. I know we haven't podcast for a long time <laughs> together, but I think we're doing movies that molded me. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, uh, speaking of movies that mold me or TV shows, I get to go first. Are you, are we ready to kick this off? Yes. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Okay. All right. I so my we should keep talking about other stuff for another thirty minutes. <laughs> well, I guess maybe I should just you know, if this is your first time watching movies that molded me, just kind of let you know what we do around here is each person here is going to uh, talk about our top three favorite movies in whatever genre. Today it's Christmas, uh, and we're going to tell a little bit, little bit about it, and then we're all going to rate that movie on what we call the grayscale one 
to five. Okay. Uh, five being the greatest one being the lowest. Now, if someone has not seen the movie or TV show, they cannot vote on it and therefore cannot give points. We total the points of each movie. And then of course the movies with the most points, okay. The top five movies with the most point become the, uh, top five Christmas movies in this case of all time. And then of course the player with the most points uh, with the movies, with the most points at the end is going to be the winner of the game. Now, Omar uh, is pretty, pretty commonly the winner. Uh, I would say I come in second place as far as winning goes. Um, Elizabeth and Seth are probably about the same, even though Seth has been on half as much as Elizabeth has. Uh, But you know, that's the game. So (laughs) Anyway, she, she right. tries and she looks good doing it too. <laughs> I love you, babe. Well, I can't wait to hear what a uh, Hallmark okay. movie she puts on today. Um, all right. You, so <laughs> happy or Sunday. Everyone. All right. Happy Sunday. Indeed. My third favorite Christmas movie uh, is a 1988. I believe that's correct. Let me mm. double check real quick. 1988 um, movie that mind. is directed by Richard Donner, who's the same director as The Goonies, by the way, so you know it's good, uh, starring Bill Murray, Karen Allen, Alfred Woodard. Uh, I'm talking about Scrooged. Uh, this movie is hilarious, but it's also, it, it's like a take on the uh, Charles Dickens Scrooge movie, obviously, um, where this TV executive uh, named Frank Cross, who's played by Bill Murray, he's just a uh, an absolute bullshit person like he's awful he's an he's a son of a bitch and he's rude he's evil he lacks christmas spirit he's you know mean to all of his employees uh he (laughs) but you know the whole time it's funny uh and he's got this lost love you know played by karen allen and um anyhow he gets visited by three ghosts that of course show him the error of his ways and at the end of the movie of course he's filled with the christmas spirit and all is well uh i absolutely love this movie it's you know got bill murray and i think Bill Murray is one of the best funny actors, comedians, whatever you want to call him of his time. Uh, and I would give this movie an absolute five on the grayscale. Start. What do y'all think about Scrooge? Yeah. For real. We have to, it's only top three. Yeah. Yeah. Coming in scorching. I think that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I don't want to mess up, you know, the order and the commentary here knowing that I'm last, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm already talking. So, um, yeah, dude, <laughs> strong, strong pick. I, I love me some some Bill Murray, and uh, uh, this is not on my list. I Honestly, it's not really a go-to for me as far as, like, every Christmas, there's a, there's a handful of movies that really, like, connect with maybe my childhood, kind of like what I go to, but it's still a, a strong pick as far as, like, overall movies acting you know he said it has that comedic element and also pulls out the heartstrings you know going christmas pass always does that if the movie the story scrooge so um i i'll give this um i'll give it a solid four on the grayscale nice all right uh seth what do you think about scrooged yeah it's getting a three from me uh, this was not a household staple growing up. Um, <laughs> I, I I know of Scrooge. I've been you know introduced to Scrooge growing up, but it was never really something Scrooge that McDuck. it was Scrooge never really it. something that was a big part. It. it was never a big part <laughs> of my my Christmas season. So yeah, it's going to get a three. All right. Okay, uh, Elizabeth, what do you think about Scrooge? I'm saying the same thing. I don't. I know I've seen it. 
but it's not one that stuck with me. So it's getting a three for me. I didn't realize Carol Kane was the ghost of Christmas uh, past, I guess. Carol Kane. I think she's present. Ghost of Christmas present. present. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's absolutely hilarious too. I love yeah. her yeah. as an actress in general, but <laughs> anyway, she's funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah Bill, Bill Murray makes the movie. I think if Bill Murray wasn't oh, well, there, sure. I'd be like, yes. I probably yeah. wouldn't even have watched it. You know, sort of thing. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He definitely. Uh, you can tell, like, whenever he ad libs or whatever, which he does all the time, and I think he totally makes the movie. So good. Well, that means that Scrooge is going to get a fifteen on the grayscale. Is my math right, Elizabeth? I think so. Five, okay. four, and six. Yeah, 15. Three and three. Yep. Perfect. All right. That's going to bring us to Seth's third favorite Christmas movie of all time. Now, it was the year <laughs> 2000. Was the, the year 2000. 2000. Was the year 2000. <laughs> and there is an actor 2000. by the name of Jim Carrey. Who performed oh, a rendition? All oh, right, Grinch. He performed no. a rendition <laughs> of "How the Grinch Stole Christmas," and and it was phenomenal it, for its time. Even in the graphics, I think it was, <laughs> and I it holds a special place in my heart because I remember watching this with my family and my dad who is partially deaf in his in his one of his ears I, I don't know which right or left he's partially deaf but he he said he could never understand what the people were saying and my mom and I just would crack jokes about this all the time um, I think it is a phenomenal uh, movie I think it's very heartwarming um, it really portrays the Grinch in a way that, sets him apart from everyone else and really shows the connection of the people in the town. And so from me, it's getting a 4.5. What? Okay. But I want to hear Elizabeth because Elizabeth apparently very much disagrees with me. (laughs) I do. I think they kind of ruined this. I think they kind of ruined the story of the Grinch with this. I I think they ruined the story of the Grinch with that movie. I mean, Wow. Jim Carrey is hilarious in this movie. He's hilarious. It's, I'm yeah. not downing the movie for that. But if you're going to go, I, I I just have a really hard time with movies based on books anyway. Um, that's just my my thing. That's and I was a huge fan of the original cartoon version because it was the book, basically. But like, I don't know. It was just... Uh, the costumes were great. Okay, that's fine. But like when he goes into town and he tries to be their friend and everything and then everything goes haywire and like I, I did not like this that storyline. I didn't like that arc in the story. But what it, about it just... Cindy Lou? Okay. What what about Cindy Lou? Because you're focused Cindy on Lou Jim who? Carrey. There, there's, there's more than just Jim Carrey in this film. Right, what I get you? that, but I mean that's how it was advertised was that this is Jim Carrey's movie. I, I don't well, know, like Cindy Lewis character like <sighs> most child actors are terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that all of you are intentionally out to like destroy every movie I ever saw. <laughs> no, I mean, mo- I haven't even talked about most it. Most live action like movies are pretty terrible. It's, it's hard to find one that is as good as the animated version of it. And that and this is another one of those yeah. 
Same example. Aladdin's a very good example of a recent one where they went live action and just fucked it up. Can you think of anything, so. any live action that was better than the cartoon original? I mean, Mulan. No. <laughs> I just watched Mulan's the live action good. Mulan, but yeah. it hadn't. But it had nothing to do with the animated version. I you, have to watch, you have to watch it as if it's a different movie with the same title. It was fantastic, though. But I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. totally. I think, that, I think that's my biggest problem because yeah. I love Jim Carrey as well. I have no pro, no qualms of Jim Carrey, but this movie um, does not even compare to the animated version. It, they, 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 I would almost agree with Elizabeth where they almost broke it. Uh, my kids refuse to watch it. Like every yeah. time, like they're just like, "No, we don't. No, we're not going to watch that." You know, like, it's just, like so, they they won't watch it. Yeah, we we try. They're wow. like, they're like, "No, we don't want to watch it." So, <laughs> there's no parent bias there, is there? No, no. Uh, clearly, no. there's some no. parent. Bias. No, there's, no, there is like, not. With, the, with these holiday movies, Legit, I'm always put it like. On. We always put on different different ones and like leave the room. We're not even watch them. Don't sit there and watch them with them anyway. And they just don't enjoy it. They just won't watch it. Because they talk all, all the right. way through movies. Well, it's ridiculous. Elizabeth, what do you give The Grinch? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo two. <laughs> okay. Uh, Omar, what would you give The Grinch? Man, I really wish you would have chosen the animated version so I can give you more points, Seth. Yeah, I would have given you more points too. Uh, I don't worry, I, you're Seth just going to get low points from me it. later on in the show. It's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not too worried about it. It's not. Uh, I would say. I mean, to be honest, God, damn. It's it's Christmas, so I'll be in some Christmas spirit for you and give you a two as well. And that's <laughs> that's like doubling what I would give it if it wasn't a Christmas spirit. So. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, uh, Seth, I have to say I was planning on giving you a one, but uh, Cindy Lou Who, the actress, actually grew up to be pretty hot. So that's going to be a point. Yeah. Um, Good and Lord, so, people. She did, she did grow up. <laughs> and so that's going to be 10.5 for The Grinch on the grayscale. Oh, so sad. Yeah, Jim Carrey's a great actor, but this movie was not good. In fact, the only time I ever watched this movie, I think they played it in class, maybe my senior year of high school, in and class? that's the only time I watched it. Oh yeah, gosh. I went to I went to school in Oklahoma. Um and so, you know, it was a movie every week. Um all right. <laughs> and they I remember they hyped this movie up so much too cuz like Jim Carrey was at the one of the, like the height of his career and stuff. So so that's yeah. that's why they attach it so much to his name and everything. But I don't even yeah. know what it did this in is, the box office, but it was dis- a disappointing movie for sure. I'll bet it was probably huge at the box office just because of Jim Carrey. Now, you know, the ratings probably weren't good, but yeah, the box office was probably fine. Okay. Well, the Grinch is going to end up with uh, 10.5 on the grayscale. That's going to bring, sorry, Seth. Uh, that's going to bring us to Elizabeth's third favorite Christmas movie of all time. Okay, so I went with 1946. Frank Capra, Frank yes. Capra's directed. James Stewart, Donna Reed, uh, starred in "It's a Wonderful Life." That one was a family staple growing up, um, and there's it. Aside from it being long, <laughs> now in by nowadays standards. I think it's a great movie. I love the storyline. And uh, Seth's going to give me a two for this. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love it. And I love James Stewart and Donna Reed. Uh, I think they're great. 
Is that oh, where there's the, no gay man that would give you a low score with Donna Reed in the movie? There's I no know. way. <laughs> Is that where if an angel gets their wings, a bell rings? Yeah. Or yes. Like that? Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So I have seen it, so I can vote on it. Keep going. Oh, yeah. just. Do you just, have anything else you want to say about it? Uh, I want to give it a four point five. Losing half a point well, because it's long according to these today's standards, which is it's harsh. Defi- it's, it's definitely long. It's harsh because yeah. it's a sixty-year-old movie, but it stands up. So, yeah, it's it's a lot like um, Scrooge in that it's kind of like a you know what what are you missing out on? Like what wh- right. where are you not seeing what your life really is? Kind of thing. Like let me take you out and show you a bird's eye view of what life would be like if you weren't around or if right. you know things were different. And um, so yeah, that that tends to be a very Christmas tale. And this movie. Uh, Elizabeth, I'm so glad that you played it because I love this movie. I watch it every year. It's, it's definitely a go-to. Um, it's really well done. I don't care that it's very long. I mean, I, I love, uh, this movie. I love it. I, I'll watch every minute with joy. Um, it's great. It's really good. The romance between, uh, Mary and, um, oh, I'm going to forget his name. George, thank you. Uh, George Bailey, of course, mm-hmm. how could I forget? Um, is is really in, uh, endearing, and um, you know the the whole idea that George gets to see that the world would not be a nice place without him, or at least right. this small town. You know, he's been so good to the people there, um, and they they have all been successful because of him and his family. You know, and without him there, they would not have seen that, and uh, corruption would have set in. Yeah. Um, and so, anyway, it's a it's a beautiful film, and it you know uh, hopefully encourages people to you know step back and go, you know what, um, I deserve to love myself because I I am uh, good for people to be around and stuff. So I I, I love it. I love it. I give it a five. Yeah. Uh, Seth? <laughs> well, this was my oh, so number you... two. Oh, that's why ah! he was giving me shade. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No, this gets sense. a five. Yeah. Uh, this movie is one of the most meaningful films I have ever seen. And that's I great. think that it really adds value, purpose, meaning, and the reason for the season. The reason for the season during the Christmas time. Um, I watch this every single year. This was a family tradition growing up uh, with my aunt Kelly. We would watch this every single year and I would cry uh, because it really makes you do a lot of thinking about who you are, the life you're living and the impact you want to leave. And that even though sometimes we don't feel like anyone cares or we feel like we aren't making a difference, our life does matter. And yeah, yeah this is a this is a great pick. This was my number two. Uh, it gets a number five on the grayscale from Seth. Thanks. Awesome. Uh, Omar, don't forget this is Seth's number two as well. So I uh, <laughs> scored accordingly. <laughs> oh, come on, Chris. I really like, why am I even here? Like, is the whole point Aww. just to go ahead? Go ahead. Poor Seth. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so, so here we are. It, um, man, it's a wonderful oh, life. It, it's, um, it's the number one. Of all movies on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm looking at that right now because my next pick is next. Wow. Is it really? Yeah. It's not surprising. Um, top Christmas wow. movie? Top Christmas movie. Or all movies? Uh, uh, oh. no, no, that makes sense. Just top Christmas movie. Okay. So, yeah. Um, and to be honest, I don't 
love it. Um, I would never choose to sit down and watch it all the way through. There are some good parts in it. It's not like a bad movie. I think, to be honest, I think it's just long. And when I was watching when I was younger, because it was on all the time, you know, around Christmas, it's like the most popular Christmas movie. So good choice. Very strong start for number three. Um, I'll give her a three. Oh, right. a three. Okay, so Omar. That, hey, it's Christmas, babe. <laughs> That's better than I thought he was going to say, you're, say you're welcome. I mean, like, thank you. Is what <laughs> you're I'll welcome. say. You're, yeah, and I say you're welcome. I'll say thank you. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. there you go. All right, so it's a wonderful life is going to get uh, a seventeen point five on the grayscale. That's all right. That was an interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, no. so that's a, a very good score uh so far it's a wonderful life is winning and it rang uh, and, so and it rang the bell too it did, did. every time a, a bell rings an angel gets its oh, wings oh that's it what it was an angel got its <laughs> wings that's so special Aww. isn't it <laughs> <laughs> all right so that all right speaking of special what's your <laughs> number th- uh, th- your third favorite uh christmas movie of all time hey my mom says i'm i'm special um, so I'm this sure is, she does. This is the best part about going your school too. Going last because uh, <laughs> Elizabeth and Chris came in really strong here. So um, I'm not changing my list, but I'm changing my order just so I can keep up keep up here because I'm scared. <laughs> um, so um, number three, 1983, would be a Christmas story. Damn it! Um, okay. You shoot your eye out. I mean, there's so many. Uh, this, as far as motability goes, and me growing up, the I always wanted a Red Rider BB gun um, as well. Um, the whole thing with the, getting the decoder ring and the sheer disappointment when you finally like decoded it's the, the, <laughs> decoded what the saying was, and it was just an advertisement to sell more fucking cracker. Don't cracker. forget more to drink team. your Ovaltine. Yes, Charlie. Crummy commercial. You have the the leg lamp is iconic. <laughs> Um, oh, just the, yes. the family Electric dynamic. Sex. There's so much, so many things about this movie that, like, sticking your tongue Sponge. to a pole was was terrifying for me to to, to think Billy, about. Billy, <laughs> come back, come back. <laughs> <laughs> to, to beating up your childhood bully. I mean, come on. Yes. There's so many things about this movie that um, you, I connect with that, like, I mean, 1983, so I was three years old, and but this was running, like, nonstop. It still runs nonstop during Christmas time. It's another one of those things, kind of like a Christmas story, um, that is just iconic. Definitely not like the Grinch. TBS plays it all day long on Christmas Day. <laughs> all day long. Do they yeah. still? Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Yeah. I bought the yep, DVD so that my dad could watch it without commercials because he just turns on PBS <laughs> and lets it lets it go. <laughs> yeah, it's worth owning. I mean, you know, you're going to watch it during Christmas time anyway, yeah. regardless if you want to or not. <laughs> it's going to be on TV. <laughs> yeah. And, and here's the thing about the order of these two and reason why I put the Christmas story first, because like. There are so many good Christmas movies. Honestly, this is a fun oh, yeah. fun list to make. There are going to be things on on that aren't going to make my list that like I like to talk about, like in the like notables or whatever. But uh, um, t- now Christmas TV shows are a whole other story. And but I do have one of those on my list just because I'm try- trying it out. But um, but yeah, so Christmas story, I'll give it a five. 
Okay. All right. Uh, Omar gives a Christmas story a five. Uh, I'm also going to give a Christmas story a five. Uh, the story of Ralphie, of course, Ralphie. is just something I look forward to to watching every single uh, Christmas. I, call him uh, I love it. Um, I wonder if maybe that was his brother's name. Uh, anyway, um, Ralphie. You know, whenever he, <laughs> whenever he goes to see the Santa oh and he, gosh. you know, says he wants a football and then like decides, no, I'm going to be honest and tell him what I really <laughs> want. You know, exactly. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Like, oh, <laughs> oh how thing. heartbreaking is that? You that know, thing. <laughs> you'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> oh my gosh and then of course like his little daydreams that he does oh, like whenever awesome. he's in class and he's like the the theme i've been waiting for my whole life you know as a teacher a plus <laughs> just ridiculous plus, plus, what would you plus, what, what, what sort of mental diagnosis would you uh or disorder would you diagnose him with there seth childhood <laughs> imagination adjustment disorder <laughs> adjustment disorder uh, <laughs> i think he's just true, daydreaming then, that's all yeah i was gonna say if that's a thing then i definitely had that or have that i daydream still, yeah, still, still have it yeah <laughs> so i so i give this movie a five uh elizabeth what do you think about a christmas story yeah i'm gonna give it a five as well also to, with a question uh, did anybody see the musical version they put out live? I can't remember if it was ABC or NBC did the live version a couple years ago. Fantastic. Fan was it fantastic. Yes. They made a sequel it. of this that was horrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't watch the sequel. No, the <laughs> musical version was amazing. I loved it and should would love to own it eventually too, but yeah. yeah. Noted. But yeah, it was filmed in Cleveland, by the way. The original was filmed in Cleveland, so... It feels like a little bit closer to home because of that. But anyway, yeah, five for me. Go ahead, Seth. I wonder if people get, uh, you know, the house, people go visit that house all yep. the time. You know how they, yeah, they do the home like house? Tour. It is. It's yeah. on some sort of tour thing. Might be something to go see one day. Um, Seth, a Christmas story. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is a very meaningful movie. It clearly has captured the hearts and minds of America. It's on every TV. It's on TV every season. I think it's great. Um, my favorite part of this film is the family dynamic. Uh, more than anything else, um, it 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 really hits a spot for me because I would generally spend the holidays with extended family. We would do trips like this, so um, it has that special meaning to me. But due to the fact that you have all given it a five. I will give this a four uh, to level (laughs) the playing field. I honestly should change my vote, but I'm not going to. I just remembered that uh, the ending of this movie is kind of racist. The whole Chinese uh, uh, (laughs) Christmas dinner where they're singing the uh the follow la la laws but they're not laws yeah it's for you i i i guess i guess that is you would not be able to get away with that today about that yeah oh well yeah canceled racist canceled we're officially they're still gonna be playing it all day long we're officially canceling the christmas story (laughs) 2020s is killing the christmas story No, nah, I'm not canceling this. I love this movie. Uh, that means that A Christmas Story, y'all, is going to end up with a 19 on the grayscale. 
um, which this first round, let me just kind of give a little bit of a recap. We've got a Christmas story leading out with 19 points. It's a wonderful life with 17.5 Scrooged with 15 and the Grinch about where it should be with 10.5. Very good. Well, about uh, where it gonna... should be. <laughs> I went with another about shot. Where it should be. <laughs> you're going to give, it's a, you're going to give Seth a mental Trigger. breakdown on this episode. Remember, uh, this, this is a, a very special, uh, yeah, we won't go there. <laughs> but uh, uh, we're going to say that uh, the holidays are hard for everybody. So we're having lots of fun here. And in fact, I'm going to go make myself a drink. Continue on with... I, I want okay. to hear what your number two is before I go, though, Chris. All right. So continuing oh, along with the uh, racism against Asians, uh, I'm going to choose uh, Jeez, The Office, uh, A Benihana Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> And, and those of you who have seen a Benihana Christmas will know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Michael uh, Scott, of course, um, is the main character here. And he's just been broken up with by his girlfriend, Carol. Uh, he's depressed. He's trying to cancel Christmas for everyone. Uh, and so, you know, a couple of the uh, brown nosers in the office want to take him out to lunch to make him feel better. So they decide to go to Benihana's, which they, you know, they call it Asian Hooters. <laughs> just ridiculous. <laughs> Anyway, so they go to Asian Hooters, okay, uh, aka a Benihana, right? So they go to Benihana and, um, you know, they're talking to the waitresses, kind of flirting with them and stuff. And they end up getting the waitresses to go back to the, the office Christmas party. But Michael gets drunk and he can't remember which of the Asian girls he's with because, you know, they all look alike. And so he takes a marker and marks the one that he's supposed to be with on the arm. So he remembers which one he's with. And I just remember whenever I watched this back in 2006, when it came out, I almost peed my pants that they were so bold to make that kind of a joke, you know, and, and it was the first and foremost, this was directed by Harold Ramis. Okay. The same director from uh, Ghostbusters, you know? And so it's, it's very well directed. It was written by Jen Salata, which she, she always wrote the best episodes of the office. Um, and anyhow, this is my absolute favorite episode of the office. Um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, hands down, this is, this is one that I'll watch even when it's not Christmas time. Cause it's so funny. I mean, there's just so many funny parts, like from them having like a Christmas toy drive to like Creed stealing from it, you know, and to put a gift in the box Creed. Right. Merry Christmas and, a, to and, you a, too. and a good day to you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I love this episode of the office so much. And I know that Omar is going to hate on it and that's yep. okay. Um, <laughs> because he just doesn't understand good comedy. I mean, if, if that's what he's going to do. So uh, I, of course, would give uh, this episode a five on the gray scale. Uh, Elizabeth, what, what season I know was, you're going to give me season, some love here. Yeah, I will. What season was this? Four? Season four? <laughs> this is when... Uh, season three. Oh, this is season three. Yes. Oh, season okay. Three, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Season three. So wasn't this the same one where the two group, the two party planning groups were throwing two different parties yes. at the same time, too? Yes. I always like that. The, it was Angela versus uh, Pam and Karen. Jen and Rashida. Thank you. Pam, yes. <laughs> Pam and Karen. <laughs> yeah, I always liked that because it was the only one time when Pam and Karen were getting along. Uh, yeah. Just yeah, before, you're right. Yeah. Before Karen found out who Pam really was. Uh, but anyway, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good one. I'm going to give it a five, too, because I'm a f- office fan. Yeah. I'm freaking wearing my... Oh, my uh, 
ugly sweater office shirt at the moment as well from a different Christmas uh, office show season yeah. nine. But yeah. 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 It's, it's a fun. good one. It is. Yeah. Seth, uh, do you remember this episode, Benihana Christmas? Yes, of course I do. Uh, All right. What do you think about it? I think Absolutely it's. I do. I I don't <laughs> think that this episode could be aired now, and and survive. I don't think it could be either. <laughs> uh, but for its time, it was hilarious. I'm going to give it yes. a four. Okay. All right. And we already know that uh, Omar is going to give it a shitty score. Omar, what do you think about The Office, a Benihana Christmas, if you even remember it? Shout out to Peacock, though, where uh, all of The Office episodes are going to be moving over to. So if you guys do not know that, That's true. Uh, go ahead and binge watch all your office now on Netflix before it gets pulled off. Um, that is true. First, so, it gets pulled, guys. Happy New Year. Just so you know. Uh, so um, <laughs> I do... Hate the office. You're not wrong, Chris. Um, this is this was one of the things that I was not looking forward to doing when we just decided to do TV shows, knowing that I have uh, Chris and Elizabeth both on as my co-host, um, and that being their favorite TV show, and uh, me despising. It. I knew this was going to I was, was going to run into this a couple times. Um, I was looking over a list of like a hundred different TV shows earlier, trying to figure out if any or how many were going to end up on my list. And I was basically going off of just ones that I remember watching. Cause that's the whole thing about um, when I said there are a lot of good Christmas movies and not very many good Christmas TV shows. I normally, Whenever I get into a TV show, I get into the storyline of a TV show. And when they break it for holidays to do different stuff, to be like it always seems to throw me off and not be as good at, as like a normal episode would be. Um, the Office is um, actually a rarity. Um, they, had, yeah. they had two different, like I heard you guys talking about it, they had two different Christmas specials that would end up maybe on people's you know top 10 list of uh, Christmas episodes and so they uh, did holidays well um, I I think a lot of stuff with The Office wouldn't make it now if they tried to like 2020 like air that as a like yeah um, I don't I don't like uh, the main character Steve Carell plays um, I like him in other stuff he's cringeworthy I just don't I just don't like the jokes um, I do think I mean I watched every episode I do think The Office is funny I just don't like the cult like falling behind it i to say all that it's christmas you get some christmas points with this one as well um so you'll get a 3.3 on the grayscale it's not a one so i'm happy i'm super happy about that so that means that benny haunted christmas is going to get a 17.3 on the grayscale i feel great about that actually um do you remember, uh, Elizabeth, whenever Kevin was deciding on which Christmas party to go to? <laughs> Angela's party has double fudge, but it also has Angela. <laughs> double fudge. <laughs> Angela. <laughs> I love Kevin. I think Kevin, honestly, is probably my <laughs> the, favorite character. Side, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's so great. <laughs> yeah. My dad doesn't like The Office for the same reason you don't, babe. So you're in good company. Ugh. <laughs> All right, that's going to bring us to, I uh, believe it's Elizabeth. You're because no, we're gonna. Seth. Uh, 
Well, Seth, his second oh. favorite was It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, uh, do so we that give him is going to bring us. Yes, we do. Yeah, he did pretty good there. He did. Uh, so you are up, Elizabeth. What is your second favorite Christmas movie or television show of well, all time? You have to skip me as well because A Christmas Story was my second. Oh, okay. All right. Let me write that down real quick. Okay. Back to me. This might be a quick game. I hope so. It could be. Um, All right. My number two. Did you choose a Christmas story because of how many points it got? Ooh. (laughs) Strategy. All right. Uh, Omar. definitely winning right now with with, 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 with her list. So um, (laughs) good job, babe. Merry Christmas. Thanks. Yeah. So my number two, (laughs) I'm going TV show as well. Um, There was probably one other TV show that could have made a list if it was a longer list but we're not going to get into that so uh the fresh prince of bel-air um in 1994 which would be season four if we're counting did a christmas special um where they had boys to men come on oh that's cool a a few songs oh yes um and it was titled twas the night before christening and the whole storyline was uh, first of all, uh, shout out to Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I mean, my childhood, Will Smith. I love him. Um, as I loved him in Fresh Prince of Bel Air, I wish that like that could have stayed a thing. I know they're doing a reunion. Um, he became like wildly popular, rich, and famous, and Jada Pickett, and the whole thing happened. So, like, and his kids are what they are. But as far as molded me growing up i used to religiously watch the french fresh prince of bel-air and boys to men um i mean 1984 i was 14 years old um there you're probably crying in your bedroom listening to boys oh, to dude men i'm like loving this point. episode like that's the thing is like for me <laughs> yeah. to, to not like things that break storyline or whatever i just think that like Freshman Spell Air did a great job with it and the fact that they got boys to men. And so, oh yeah, I was going to tell you guys a storyline for the show. Uh, Will, uh, Carlton and Vanessa, was Vanessa, right? Um, Vanessa Carlton? The sister. <laughs> the yeah. sister, yeah. Both were getting extravagant <laughs> gifts for Phil um, for this christening that was happening right before Christmas. And, and so Will was like feeling like he had to compete. So he was, told them that he was going to get boys to men to sing for it and then the, the story got out and everybody got big it got big so then he had to like back up his words and so he kind of put himself out there and so it was it was a good you know you know you're enough you don't have to impress this sort of storyline but it still had great music in it for the time and i give it a five on the grayscale all right cool um Elizabeth, have you seen Twas the Night Before Christening from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? I don't remember the episode. I watched mm. Pre- Fresh Prince, but I don't remember the episode. So I'm going to have to say no. Sorry. Uh, Seth, have you seen this episode? No, I haven't. Omar, dude, I'm so sorry, but I have not seen this episode either. That's okay. I just love that it's Christmas and I can expose the whiteness of this epi- of this whole <laughs> podcast. So um, just let that. Does it count I've that I've definitely watched seen Fresh, Fresh Prince? Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Does that not, count but yeah, not, man, what a bummer. I bet this was a good episode. No, I mean, for really. Sure. And you can still, I'm, I don't know where you can watch fresh prince episodes but they hold up they're still funny they're, it's i mean if yeah. you guys have obviously all seen fresh prince i mean the the song um you know 
welcome to the kingdom i was finally there it is iconic um everybody like knows the rap but People you know outside of the school when a couple of guys they <laughs> oh, were no. up to no good i'm sorry i got mad she's like i didn't mean to do that scared but yeah see like everyone knows the song but really the the storyline and the acting and everything that is in Where'd you go? We lost the Omar. Is worth revisiting if you guys get a chance to. And so um, right. it's better than the song, in my opinion. But the song is good as well. I, I Well, I love the idea that they actually brought Boys to Men on there. That's great. Uh, Boys to Men were huge back then. So that would have been uh, a really special episode. Yeah. Um, yes. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Twas the night before christening is going to get a five on the gray I'm just scale. So happy uh, unfortunately, that none of my, my selections <laughs> not going to be the worst. That's what I'm <laughs> happy about. Well, I'm, I'm glad it's Christmas, and I'm glad that to make you happy because it really doesn't bother me whatsoever. It actually, frees me up to to play another one for my number three because I'm not. I don't feel like I have any chance of winning. So it's going to be an interesting episode. Okay. Well, let's recap that round then. Uh, so coming in at first place. A Christmas story. Uh, ooh, Seth is rubbing off on me. Ooh, um, rub off. But just don't rub one off on me. Ooh. Or you might be coming in. Right. <laughs> so a Christmas story with 19 <laughs> points. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life with 17.5. This is sounding oddly familiar. Uh, and then Benny Haunted Christmas with 17.3, followed by Twas the Night Before Christening with five points on the grayscale. Uh, <laughs> that brings us back... <laughs> That brings us back to my number one Christmas movie of all time. And I know I'm going to get some hate for it, but I don't even care because it's that good. Uh, And of course, I'm talking about uh, 1989 National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation starring Beverly D'Angelo, Chevy Chase. Um, It is one of the funniest (laughs) movies, even if you weren't to like think about the Christmas aspect of it. And I know Seth's family probably never watched this because you know, the F bomb was dropped. Uh, but uh, even if you were to take the, uh, the Christmas aspect out of it, it would still be a hilarious movie about family dynamic. Uh, but it's, it's such a funny film and Chevy chase um, is kind of known as being like this huge jerk to work with, but this was like him at yeah. his best. Uh, Cause there's a time when Chevy chase just really lost uh, all of his magic and all of his funniness. But this was, was not it he was in his prime in this movie beverly d'angelo is hilarious and she looks great um the movie is well written it's it's funny uh directed by jeremiah chechnik which i don't even know if he's done anything else i heard but, chevy chase um, was in his prime because uh, that wasn't actually snow on set um so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh i'm sure i'm sure he was coked out of his mind uh like most of those guys back then in 1989 uh for sure i think he's probably pretty famous for that but but i love this movie uh so much it's about uh, of course the griswolds if you're unfamiliar with uh the national lampoons like old school vacation movies um clark griswold is this you know overachiever dad who always tries to make like the best family outings and of course he's such a klutz that he always fucks it up like no matter what happens when they go to europe uh you know they ruin things things whenever they go to uh, uh, Wally World they actually decide to go whenever it's closed down you know the Christmas uh, vacation one they bring the whole family over and everyone's just at each other's throats and uh, he's having issues with his job and whatnot and cousin Eddie of course uh, played by uh, Randy Quaid god so fucking funny 
small and knot so here. anyway <laughs> that's my favorite part you check you check these bulbs <laughs> oh my god such a great movie so anyways of course because it's my number one i'm going to give it a five on the grayscale what do y'all think about christmas vacation go ahead Seth. I, it gets a five it's a f- yeah, yeah. It, again um the family relationships and dynamics are really what makes. I'm surprised that you've seen this. What do you mean? It's National Lampoons. Of course, I've seen it. Uh, I just figured that it wouldn't have been played at your place. Oh no, we 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 watched. Was this. it the edited version you watched? No, I think it had the swear word in it. We're we're, we're human. <laughs> <laughs> we don't say swear words on this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It, I just I, figured whenever fun. the squirrel comes out of the tree, your family probably like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you very much. Okay, good. So it gets a five from Seth. Uh, uh, Omar, what do you think about uh, vacation, Christmas vacation? I, I'm glad you put it on the list. It's a good movie. Um, I like National Lampoons. I like the story behind National Lampoons. And um, yes, they were all coked out during that time. <laughs> um, I just recently purchased this movie for uh, the family and the kids. It came with a little bobblehead of Chevy Chase, right? Justin Santa Claus. Is that what the bobblehead yeah, was? Yeah, I have oh, that's it. That's cool. I have it attached. It's a keychain too, so I have it attached to my uh, backpack. Yeah. The part you're talking about with the squirrel and the Christmas tree is definitely one of my favorite parts where he just is like having this mental <laughs> breakdown. He's like, just fuck this. We need a tree goes and cuts down like his neighbor's tree puts it in his house and is like there we're having christmas and we're like finally everything's good we fi- we've made it for christmas we're opening presents and all of this. what's you hear that noise what's that noise that's great it's a funny squeaky sound yeah, like you couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant <laughs> so, um ah uh, it's uh it wouldn't make my list though for it's not one I, I watch parts of it again with with, with with the kids it's not one that i can sit down and watch all the way through um it's good oh it just, man I, I grace she passed away 30 years look, ago what are you trying what are you trying, what are you trying to get a perfect <laughs> score here you already got you're it's yes. gonna be it's gonna be a good score anyway but i'll give you i'll give you a four it's a good movie <laughs> all right I'll, I'll take the four i'll take the four uh what do you think elizabeth so you're teasing Seth about not growing up with this. I didn't grow up with this. I don't think I actually watched this until I was in high school. Um, again, shout out to Rich and Matt Beery, who introduced me to a lot of movies in high school, <laughs> including this one. <laughs> um, so because of that, I'm putting it at four. Uh, because Okay, I'll take the four. But but wouldn't you give it an extra point for the scene where Beverly D'Angelo is eating the dry Let turkey? it go. And Let instead it of go. eating it, she flicks it, Let it across go. the room. Let it go. <laughs> Let it, it go. I'm not giving you more. <laughs> Fishing for more points. I will take your four. Okay, very no good. More. So <laughs> that no means that National Lampoon's vacation is going to get 18 on the gray scale. I'm happy with that. That's good. All right. So Christmas vacation, 18. Uh, that brings us around uh, to Seth, your... Second favorite no, number one. Christmas movie of all time. No, number one. Number Sorry. one. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, you're number one. You're now, number two. This you're is one. not really a Christmas show, but it is a Christmas episode. And this film was, uh, not film, this TV show 
aired in 1999. It was directed by Alex Graves, and it was written by Aaron Sorkin and Rick Cleveland. Anyone know what show I'm talking about? Oh, if it's Aaron Sorkin, I f- is it SVU? No. <laughs> it is The West Wing. And oh, Excelsior yeah, yeah, yeah. That's De- what I meant. And in this episode, they're... In this episode is my favorite scene in any TV show of all time. And it's over the gay issue. Uh, and I actually have a quote about it. But essentially, um, there it's the episode's called The Midterms. And everyone's in uh, the White House. And there's a lot of people in the White House. And there, some uh, gay individual had just been killed. And um, there so was jolly. a... A very, very conservative uh, lady in the White House who calls herself doctor, yet she doesn't have any <laughs> doctorate degree in social work. Oh, okay. Or, I thought you were going to do the whole uh, in, Tucker Carlson thing. No, she has a doctorate in <laughs> literature, yet promotes herself as like a counselor and supportive and 100% against homosexuality. And uh, President Bartlett in that episode calls her to the floor. And it's one of the most iconic scenes, I think, of that entire decade uh, in television. Um, This is by far a five on the great scale for me. And again, it it pulls at a a portion of the Christmas story we don't often talk about, but it's all about love. And it's all about supporting and standing up for the people who are less than or who are treated unfairly or are experiencing some type of injustice. Uh, I yeah, it's a five. Okay, cool. Uh, Elizabeth, have you seen this episode of The West Wing? I have not. I never watched The West West Wing. One of the few yeah. law shows I have not seen. It's not law. Well, I mean, kinda. It has to do with politics. Politics. It's not. That's law, kinda. Uh, Omar, have you seen this episode of The West Wing? I have not ever seen one episode of The West Wing. I am sorry to report. So. That doesn't yeah. surprise me. My uh, my wife is obsessed with the West Wing, so of course I've seen this episode, um, and it is a very pow- powerful episode, uh, especially the scene you're speaking of. Whenever you know the president comes in and pretty much puts that lady in her place, yeah, it's uh, you know, it is a really good scene, and it makes you long for a president that would be so. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? just maybe not even just but articulate uh i suppose <laughs> i mean i can't I mean, going to that extent right like articulate sure. moral uh yeah. about the good of the people about so like we don't have we don't receive speeches like that anymore like we don't that's yeah. not something america has experienced for a very well, long time to be Four fair years. it is a fictional show so i, I mean, know. You know we probably have never really received anything like that but uh it is a very powerful episode and it is really good i'm gonna give it a four uh on the grayscale i think it's great so uh good pick uh seth on the do you, do you know what the name of that episode was did you did you say it already it's in excelsius deo Ex- uh, yeah i don't know how to uh, say yeah, whatever probably that, not saying whatever it, right. that latin is right Excel- uh, yeah excelsis excelsis <laughs> deo, deo. Yeah, whatever the song. Um, okay, cool. So West Wing is going to get nine out of twenty on the grace. Absolutely a travesty. Um, it is a travesty. Yeah. Whenever you all get a chance, Elizabeth and Omar, you really should check out the West Wing. Well, at least it's, that it's scene. pretty okay. At least that scene. 
at the very yeah. least. Yeah, Westway, it's a good show. It's a good TV show. It's one of the you know, it's labeled one of the best TV shows of all time. It's definitely something to watch at some point. I don't know about going through every episode because that's a lot of television, but yeah, maybe you know, hitting the highlights at some point. <laughs> just about as bad as Law and Order every single yeah episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is going to bring us to Elizabeth's number one Christmas movie of all time. What do you got? Okay, 1965, Bill Mendez directed- Charlie Brown. Charles Schultz uh, written Charlie Brown's I Christmas. knew it. You had to get animated in there. Um, yeah, we had to make sure <laughs> to do some honorable mentions at the end of this because I have some TV shows, oh, but yeah. I wasn't going to put them on this one because Charlie Brown's Christmas had to be on my list of- of all the movies that have, we've listed today, um, this one was one that our family watched every single year. I mean, yeah, we did Christmas Story. It was always on on a loop on TV, on PBS or whatever or whatever it was. Um, and then uh, It's a Wonderful Life is sort of hit or miss. But Charlie Brown's Christmas, we watched every single year. And when I started building our collection of Christmas movies for our family, meaning me and Omar, um, that was the first one that I made sure we had. So, yeah. Absolutely, my very favorite Christmas movie of all time. I'm giving it a five. Awesome, very cool. Um, Seth, what do you think about uh, Christmas Charlie Brown? I'm not a Charlie Brown fan. Uh, <laughs> I, this is going to get a two for me. Hey, okay. at least and, you uh, give me points. I gave you some points, some holiday cheer. Uh, I'm not a Charlie Brown fan at all. Never have been. Uh, never will be. But I support those who are, and happy for you. <laughs> that's your your uh, right. what's it non-confrontational way of saying f you i hate this <laughs> it, it's okay uh omar what do you think about uh charlie brown christmas um charlie brown's not my favorite either um this at is, least i didn't say the muppets christmas carol no you would that would have been bad but charlie brown <laughs> uh <laughs> Charlie Brown's Christmas is probably the only like that and maybe the pumpkin patch one, the the Halloween. Greatest pumpkin. Yeah. The great pumpkin. Yeah. Those would be the only two Charlie Browns that are, I'd say are watchable. Um, I will give it a 3.5. Oh, that's very generous. Okay. Very good. Well, um, I also have definitely seen this. I can't say that Charlie Brown has really ever done anything for me, but we watched this quite often. If I were going to choose an animated movie, uh, you know, Christmas uh, movie to put on here, I would definitely put uh, the Rudolph, you know, the old yeah. school Rudolph one. Yeah, um, that's a good yeah, one. That's up there the claymation or whatever it is. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's a great story, but you know, this one's good. It's not bad. It's just really not anything that I ever look forward to watching. Um, I think this is, for an older generation really um like my mom is super into charlie brown stuff like this would be something that she would really enjoy watching every christmas uh so for that i'm gonna have to give it some points um i'll give it a three on the grayscale it's good it's not bad uh the pumpkin you know the pumpkin one is also kind of fun for uh halloween Uh, i can actually quote it more than i could the christmas one but um i do remember the the little tree that they had in the charlie brown christmas that was like so thin (laughs) it's kind of sad yeah tiny little tree uh that means that charlie brown christmas is going to get 13.5 points on the gray scale not bad man not too bad for an animated you know we don't normally do uh animateds too high so 
uh, not so bad there. I uh, think everyone no. is in the Christmas spirit, <laughs> giving, giving out more points than normal. Uh, Omar, we are down to the very last, uh, your first or number one Christmas movie of all time. Okay. What do you got? Okay. Well, I did say that my orders got a little mixed up early earlier, so came out hot with uh the number five there with the Christmas story. Um this one you can thank the Fresh Prince uh deep dive that I took in round two for me going um full on uh what's this what you say, how are we gonna say this? Full on uh risque or the art way of this and not going I'm not going for the win. That's what, that's what I'm gonna say. Nineteen gotcha. ninety uh Tim Burton directed uh, Johnny Depp starring Edward Scissorhands. Ooh. So that was, my, that was my replacement film. Oh, was it? Ooh. Oh, this yeah. might do better than I thought then. We'll see. We'll see. So this people would say, you know, is this actually a Christmas movie or not? And I would say to you, it yes, it is, sir or ma'am. Or most certainly or is. other. Ah, it, I mean, I don't I mean know. and uh, so I, I love this movie. Uh, this 1990. Um, I actually saw this in theaters. Um, believe it or not, so I don't know what, what my parents necessarily were thinking. Um, it didn't freak <laughs> me out too bad. You know, it's the whole story of you know Johnny Depp ha- uh, doesn't have hands. I'm actually going to read it. A scientist builds an animated human being. Um, a gentle Edward, who is Johnny Depp. The scientist dies before he can finish uh, assembling Edward fully, though, leaving a young man with a freakishly uh, appearance accentuated by the scissors. That's so. That's the whole thing. I was like not really understanding is like why does he have scissors for hands anyway? But so he wasn't finished when he died making this dude, and he's just this gentle looking monster and so at first the townspeople are completely terrified of him and then he they find out that he has this amazing talent to trim hedges and stuff and then they accept him because he's talented even though he looks different than everybody else and he ends up being able to cut hair and things are going really well and it's a real good feel good outsider being accepted into the group sort of movie and then he accidentally cuts one of the girls, I think, ears or something like that and makes him bleed. And so then he freaks out because now he's like everything that they thought, you know, is true. He's going to be a monster. They're not going to accept him. And it's one of those things that has actually a really good story. Um, it's just how how did anyone ever think of like to make a movie about a guy with hands for scissors and it actually be very good? Um, Johnny Depp did not play a pirate in this movie, so that's that's <laughs> new. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it, he this is back before he went, let's say off the off the plank, and so um, <laughs> I think it was a really good movie, and I recommend it. All right. Okay. Uh, what do you What do you give it on the grayscale? I got to give it a five. All right, uh, Elizabeth. What do you think about Edward Scissorhands? I am giving it. I'm giving it a two because I never would have thought of it as a Christmas movie. It's as much a Christmas movie as Die Hard, um, <laughs> and I it never really molded me. I have seen it, but. It didn't really mold me. 
I don't know. I'm usually into those kind of movies, though, where people get accepted and like weird people like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Whoa. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is one of my favorite, too, but because of that same storyline. So, but I don't know. It's never clicked with me, I guess. All right. Uh, Okay. Two points. Uh, Seth, what do you think about Edward Scissorhands? Oh, it's getting a 4.5. I All right. two two reasons for that. Um, one, I identified with Edward. I felt like a misfit. I felt like I didn't belong, and so I identified with the character. Also, I think that he is presented somewhat as kind of like a Christ-like figure in a way uh, throughout the film. Hmm. Um, Interesting. That like to he's pure. Um, he's pure, but but he's not accepted. And I, uh, yeah, this is a phenomenal film and it most certainly is a Christmas movie. It, it has all of the ambiance atmosphere and warm hearted feeling you want to have when you watch a like Christmas film. I would not consider Die Hard a Christmas <laughs> film. I know that it is by some. There's a lot of people that would disagree with you I on know that, actually. That's I know that. But I'm just telling you, that's my opinion. I, I yeah. view this differently. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, and I absolutely love Edward Scissorhands as well. Um, I will go ahead and accept it as a Christmas movie just because it does take place around Christmas time. Um, and you know, Christmas does play a a part in the movie. Um, but it is very well written, very well acted. Um, we didn't even mention, uh, of course the, uh, the main female role, uh, which, um, of course, uh, goes to, um, Oh my God. Why can't I think of her name? Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Ah, why couldn't I think of it? Anyway, uh, <laughs> she's wonderful in this movie. And I think that, you know, Johnny Depp does a great job, but I think she's really the one that has the, um, I guess like the character arc, you know, she's the one whose, uh, heart changes and the one whose mind changes, uh, through the movie, even though, I mean, you know, technically not I mean, the main Alan character Larkin's in it too. I love him as well. Yeah. Vincent price. I mean, come on, he plays the scientist, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's very well acted. Uh, and of course, Tim Burton, I'm a huge fan of his early work. I cannot stand his recent work. I think it's awful. Uh, but man, this movie is a hard hitter and it's really good. Uh, I love it very much. I would give this movie a 4.5 on the grayscale. Huh. Uh, and that means that Edward Scissorhands will have a total of 16, uh, points on the grayscale. Much better than I thought. Um, and, it did great. It was a good pick. I I've honestly would not have even considered this movie for a Christmas, uh, you know, game, but I guess it totally works, you know, whenever you actually think about it. So good job guys. This is going to be a great list. And in fact, I have all the numbers already calculated if we're ready for it. Yep. Elizabeth, be my, be my, be my math. Okay. Just in case I, I got it wrong. Yeah. Um, but coming in, coming in at coming in. fifth place, coming in, <laughs> At fifth place, okay, the fifth best Christmas movie of all time, according to uh, Movies That Molded Me, is Edward Scissorhands with 16 points. (laughs) Uh, Next up, I cannot believe this made the top five list, but a Benny Haunted Christmas from The Office with 17.3 points on the grayscale. That's amazing. It is amazing. (laughs) Can I just say... Omar is obviously in the Christmas spirit. Can I I just say, like, (laughs) it's not that amazing when you look... Let's just... Be real honest here. We have Benihana making the list, 
and a much better Christmas episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which I was the only person who had seen it. So let that sink in for you. Truly your is a white Christmas, I guess. <laughs> um, and, and of course, two racist movies made the list. Okay. Um, and then 17.5 points coming in at number three, the third best Christmas movie of all time. It's a wonderful life. Uh, and then. Coming in second place with 18 points is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And the number one Christmas movie of all time with 19 points out of 20 on the grayscale is A Christmas Story. Woo. Well we did done. it. Well done. Good job, guys. Well done. There's some obvious <laughs> things we missed you know, that we have to talk about. And I mean, sure. Had I substituted Home Alone for Fresh Prince of Bel Air, you guys would be sucking my ass right now. I'm surprised they didn't come. He didn't come out on this one. Last time we did Christmas movies, Home Alone was on the list somewhere. You know you want to suck my ass. Okay, before we do honorable mentions, (laughs) I do want to find out who won. Why? That's okay. Just that's a weird, (laughs) weird flex, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Sucking ass, like what? I don't. Uh, that no. Ooh. I mean, All right. don't, don't kink shame. So, <laughs> Elizabeth, please I, save us. I'm going to let you know who won the game. Coming in at fourth, I forgot about that. Fourth place with 37 points was our wonderful Seth. <laughs> Yay, Seth. Third place with 40 points was Omar. All right, Omar. Yay. Chris, you and I are 0.3 points difference just throwing out there so you're welcome baby i came in second with 50 points and chris won at 50.3 points oh i give that point three i I thought your point three i thought my point three was gonna let you win by point two possibly at the end i thought (laughs) not quite not quite my charlie brown didn't do very well But yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's because I wore this Santa hat. It gave me good luck, you know. Yeah. Throughout this you episode. are the most jo- yeah. most jolly of all. He <laughs> is. I certainly am. <laughs> Can we do some honorable mentions? Definitely, please. Let's okay, do it. I, I'm yeah. gonna throw out a couple here. Um, so as far as TV shows, if you haven't seen Schitt's Creek's uh, Christmas special, it has some great one-liners. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, I'm become a huge Dave Levy, Levy fan. Sorry. Daniel Levy fan and um, along those lines uh, you guys need to check out the happiest I like season. his eyebrows yeah you need to check out the happiest season starring Christian Kristen Stewart and Daniel Levy and a few others it's on Hulu right now they um, they actually filmed it down parts of it down in Pittsburgh just before the whole country shut down because of COVID this year um, and uh, yeah it's a uh, an interesting it it's a New take on a traditional Christmas story. Uh, family dynamics are in there, and the LGBTQ uh, lifestyle is addressed uh, over Christmas time, which is really interesting. Can't say that I absolutely love the ending, but um, I really did enjoy the movie. It was really great. Um, yeah, the ending had some twists that I was like, what the fuck? Um, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> go watch it because it was fun. <laughs> cool. Any other honorable mentions from you? All right, uh, Seth, any honorable mentions that you might have? I really don't have many. I, I mentioned the most important ones in the show. Okay. All right, Omar, what do you got? All right, first honorable mentions. First, I also want to shout out to one that we've done 
Uh, Movie Simone has done a Christmas special before in the past. Check it out. I think you can still find it um, on our RSS feed, possibly. Um, it's not in the same. That was back before we played that's games. Back before, yeah. So I'm not sure if it's still around or yeah. not. But in that, I mentioned, and I want to mention it again, uh, the night before. Uh, this is a Seth Rogen movie that uh, I actually saw in theaters as a date night with, with my wife. So it's all about three friends kind of grew up together, kind of had a traditional thing they would do with Christmas, always getting together. And they realized uh, one of the guys was having a baby and realized, hey, this whole thing's coming to an end. We're no longer going to be able to gather like this. So we're going to have one more big bash and they're going to go find the Rockefeller ball. And uh, Rockefeller, that's with us, not with the hard R. Um, in New York City, and so that was the whole the whole, thi- the whole thing was about that. And the one guy's girlfriend, I think it was Seth Rogen's girlfriend, actually gave him like a Christmas present of a packet full of drugs. And so they all did the, did the <laughs> the drugs, um, <laughs> all all of them. And then uh, you know, so it was At it was once. just fun and fun and funny. Um, and it's a, a fond memory of a, a date night that I had with, with my wife, which I, I think last time we talked about this, she said she didn't even remember that night. So, um, it was more fun, <laughs> I guess, for me than it was for her. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and, uh, I already mentioned, uh, Home Alone. I was surprised that it was not on anybody's list. I thought for sure it ended up with somebody else's. Um, I guess it should have been on mine if I was trying to win. Um, but, uh, it's, uh, Really good, obviously. Obviously, um, I would think most people have seen it. If you have not, go see it. It's all about the kid, uh, Macaulay Culkin, being left alone, setting a bunch of traps when some burglars are trying to get into his house. And and my kids absolutely love it. I think they've already watched it about ten times this season already, and probably aren't done yet. Um, so that, um, those are very heartfelt and on the list. And for his TV shows go. Um, the Simpsons do holiday specials. Uh, they're known for the Halloween specials. They didn't do very many Christmas specials, but they did uh, uh, one or two that were pretty good. Um, and then I also just want to mention, lastly, uh, a TV show called Happy. Um, highly recommend that. Um, has the guy... Christopher Melanie, I believe is his name, uh, from Law and Order SVU. Uh, he plays a drunk, washed out cop sort of deal. Uh, his daughter gets kidnapped by deranged Santa Claus, and the girl's imaginary friend helps the cop find the culprits behind everything. It is silly and bloody and disturbing, and I highly recommend it if you have the stomach for all that. And that is all. And Merry Christmas. Be safe out there. Well, Look out we, for Grandma. Well, hold on. Oh. Let me do mine. Well, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just signing yeah. off. <laughs> Thank you. And goodbye. All right. So for me, uh, you have to watch 1985's The Santa Claus with John Lithgow and Dudley Moore. It's a great one. That's uh, a classic one I used to watch when I was a kid. It's like they, they show... Uh, the North Pole and Santa's workshop in such a really cool fashion. Uh, it's bright. It's, you know, really 
well shot. It's it's really neat. It's not the best movie, but it's it's cool. Uh, and of course, John Lithgow plays the bad guy. Uh, he's a toy manufacturer. He's kind of a slime ball. And uh, anyway, it's really good. It's a, it's a good uh, movie. It's called The Santa Claus. I mean, it, it's it's different than The Santa Claus, which Tim Allen was in, which is trash. Um, and I know a lot of people like that movie, but I I was not very into it. Uh, and just to talk about Home Alone real quick, Home Alone one and two were of course staples uh, at my house. I loved those so much. Like when Kevin McAllister, uh, the movie really starts for me uh, whenever he's ready to take on the bad guys in the third act. You know, like that that is the best part of those movies, in my opinion, is whenever he sets the booby traps and whatnot, and then of course uh, they get really injured and stuff. Uh, anyway, it's great. Joe Pesci and and uh, Macaulay Culkin play really well off each other with Daniel Stern. Um, and I'll say this. We have a mutual friend, Chombi. He and I were talking about Home Alone the other day. He said, matter of factly, that Home Alone 3 is better than 1 and 2. To what? which I said, you're dead to me. Yeah. Don't <laughs> like, ever what? talk to that what man again. What is that even? <laughs> Don't ever talk to him again. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> uh, uh, we talked a little bit about Tim Burton, of course, with, uh, uh, with Edward Scissorhands. Tim Burton, he loves to use holidays in his movies. And so, um, you know, I'm thinking of The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is always a lot of fun. Um, Certainly liked it growing up. But also movies like Batman Returns. I wouldn't call it a Christmas movie per se, but it does. It is set during Christmas time. And so there, there are elements of Christmas going on, you know, throughout of that, that might be one to, to mention. I've, I've talked about Batman Returns extensively on movies that molded me because I think it's, it's a phenomenal film. Uh, one of the, it, it's, you know, my favorite Batman film, even though I, I really like, uh, uh, the Dark Knight. Um, and I don't know, I can't really think of too many else. I know that there's like a lot more that I guess we could talk about, but, uh, Elf, you know, Will Ferrell, I, I like Elf. Um, it is more of like a modern classic as opposed to one that I would watch when I was a kid. Um, it is, it is good. I don't like Will Ferrell. I think that's, you know, my problem is that most of the time I don't really care for him as a leading man, but the, but it's still a really fun movie. Zoe Deschanel's in it. Um, uh, Mary Steenburgen. It, it is a good film to watch. So anyhow, those are some of my honorable mentions and uh, I hope you'll check them out. Yes. See you later, <laughs> Thanks everybody for watching. Yeah. And uh, if you don't have anything else going on, uh, tomorrow, Fade to Grey is releasing uh, three episodes. I don't, well, probably not all at once, maybe over the next three days. Uh, three episodes on reparative therapy. Uh, certainly want to go check that out over at Fade to Grey, uh, which is our sister podcast. And um, yeah, hope everyone has a beautiful Christmas holiday with uh, with friends and family. Stay safe out there. 